We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome into Outside the Trenches, presented by Jack Stack Barbecue. As you can tell, once again, we are without our fearless leader, BJ Kissel. My name is Tucker Franklin, and I am with Super Bowl champion Nick Leckie on this fine snowy day. It's a little snow day in Kansas City, Nick. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, Tucker. It's one of those days where I uh, we had a delay a little bit because I got done shoveling the driveway. It was my exercise for the day, so... I'm good. I can maybe get some buffalo wings tomorrow or something like that. Yeah, shoveling the driveway is one of my f- favorite chores, actually. I actually like enjoy it, especially like you put music in, and if, if the snow's light and fluffy, it's no problem. It's like it's an easy thing to do. That's the key is you can't wait. You got to get out there and attack it yeah. early. Attack it often. <laughs> it's like Bill Cowher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we get it into too much stuff, we got to thank our partners, Jack Stack Barbecue, for hooking us up and everything. They still got their sale going on here. You can save 40% on their a la carte sale. We talked about it last week, trying to uh, get that stuff in for the Super Bowl. But listen, any day is a good day to have barbecue, especially Jack Stack Barbecue. You can get up to 40% off all your a la carte favorites. Plus, enjoy free ground shipping on shipped orders of $115 plus. You can use the promo code STOCKUP22 for sale prices and free shipping uh, by March 6th. You can use that and, and you can get all your barbecue needs there. Nick, what, what, are, you, what are you thinking? What was the last time you had some Jack Stack, man? Oh man, it's been it's been a couple weeks. I think I, I know yeah. we, we did we did a live recording there a couple a couple weeks ago. And then my wife and I went back like the next and two days later, because she was like, she was I brought her back some some hickory pit beans and some cheesy corn mm-hmm. bake. And she was like, I need the burn ends. She's like, I need the beef yeah. burn ends. And I'm like, you know, and I could go for some wings and I can go for a crown prime. So we went back there for lunch. So it's been it's been about a month. I haven't been there in the new year, that's for sure, which is a bad idea. I need I need to get back there. You know, there's nothing like to me barbecue yeah. to, to warm your soul from the inside out. I completely agree, and, and I think that it's it's one of those things. Tara, Tara and I went um, for New Year's Eve. We went. I think that was probably the last time I had it. Yeah, I don't think we've done a show from the Lenexa location since. So I yeah. think it was. I think it was New Year's Eve was the last time I had it. Obviously, got the taste of Kansas City. But but again, before we get in, we got to take care of the we got to take care of the people taking care of us. And and this podcast is also brought to you by BetterHelp. 
Uh, is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You or somebody you love falling into depression or struggling with anxiety can keep you from what you care about. BetterHelp will assist your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And this is the cool part. It's not a crisis line. It's not, not self-help. It's professional therapy that's done securely and it's done online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not be available locally in Kansas City or really wherever you are. So, And this is available for, for clients worldwide. And you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you don't have to be in person to do it. I think, I think that's kind of a, a cool thing. Uh, you can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash KCSN. That's better H-E-L-P. And you can join over the 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Again, we got a special offer. If you want to use BetterHelp, go uh, KCSN listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash KCSN. That is betterhelp.com slash KCSN. Nate, let's get into the football stuff. And listen, when, when we started to try to figure out what we were talking about for this podcast, there really hasn't been a whole lot going on, but the Super Bowl did happen. I asked you, you know, hey, did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course. Is that what your answer was? What did you think of that game, man? You know, I, I thought the game was, um, like most Super Bowls, pretty boring for the first half. It just seems like like chess moves. And, and, and I thought, you know, Los Angeles was going to run away with it. And then, you know, losing Odell, sort of, you could tell that was a big part of their game plan, Sean McVay's game plan. And, you know, that that was, I think other people had to step up. And I think Cooper Cup, you know, stepped up. And then, and then I mean, it, it was it was a good game. And then, lo and behold, you know, who steals the the show was the D-line in the second half. You know, they started going four D-linemen, and, and uh, Mike walked up over the center. So you go, you know, five on five, and Von Miller, man. <laughs> Von Miller one-on-one in space. Dude just knows how to perform. I mean, he had two of the highest grades in two Super Bowls. The one he won in with uh, what uh, versus Denver, and yeah, this one. Yeah. I mean, dude knows how to turn it on, man. Shout out DeSoto, Texas. Uh, that's in the hood. That, that that's mm -hmm. the, uh, the DFW area. So yeah, he's a DeSoto Eagle from A and M. Mm. Yeah, uh, Von Miller played really well. Aaron Donald really turned it on in that last drive. He's like, you know what? The the play where he made up Smosh GP, right, where he literally pulled him backwards. And, and Smosh GP is not like a small running back either. Like, he, he's, a, he's a hefty dude. Like, look, look, they're all hefty dudes. They're playing in the mm -hmm. NFL. He took a grown man and pulled him back by his waist from getting one yard. I mm -hmm. saw that and I was like, well, this game's over. Like, I, <laughs> this game's, this game's done. Uh, yeah. Aaron Donald's. Aaron Donald has has proven that this is his ring to take. And I'm happy for Aaron Donald, man. That dude deserves it. He can really submit himself as a he's already is a Hall of Famer, but if he does go on and, and play a few more years, which I think that he should, um, I'm not gonna tell the dude what to do though. Uh I think that it'll just submit him further as a as a great defender. And and you were right about OBJ, man. I, I had a couple of um uh, a couple of wagers on some of the passing game statistics. You know, I had can I you bet on a Super Bowl? Do people do that? 
I think so. It's a new thing, I think, this year uh, that people can, people can do that. But uh, I think I had won any quarterback over 375 yards passing. And after the first quarter, you know, OBJ, Stafford were rolling. Cooper Cup was getting in there, mixing in. And I was like, man, I feel good. There was a big bomb to from Jamar Chase, two Jamar Chase from Joe Burrow. I was like, this stat feels good. Then, then OBJ – unfortunately got injured and that kind of slowed that whole process down. Um, the Rams couldn't run the ball, but they kept trying to run the ball. Very weird. Um, and it looked like it, it was a weird game, but, but, but the end of the end of the game, I think really uh, totally redeemed itself. It did. No, it, it was dramatic. And, and, and it's kind of cool. We're like, okay, we're playing it conservative. Okay. Now, now we're going to rip, rip the top off it. You're not going to be able to adjust it. It's kind of like when you do a bid on eBay at the last second. No one's going to expect <laughs> yep. it. you can't counter it, and you got some other stuff going on. So that's kind of what they did, and I thought that was really cool. It really was. Yeah. And and to me, the best part of the game was Aaron Donald beating the left guard around the edge and getting it. The center was helping, but the center was helping inside out, and he got mm-hmm. beat to the outside, which you think, okay, that's fine, and he still got there. And right. then Aaron Donald took off the helmet and did this this one. I was just like, give me my ring. What do you think? Hey, what do you think? I mean, if you were Aaron Donald, do you go out on top knowing you've still got two or three more peak years, or do you do those peak years and sort of weaken a little bit? Well, that's that's a good question. I think that's kind of the same question going on with with Sean McVay, right? And and I know his fiance posted on Instagram like he's not retiring, but. That was the whole thing with Sean McVay is if he gets a title, he should just go to the TV booth. That was the conspiracy going around because he'll make more money there. Uh, it's the thing, <laughs> right? kind of the thing with, with Aaron Donald. Like, if he if he gets this, he could make more money on endorsement deals doing TV and then possibly what he could at D-Line. Who knows? Uh, that market's really shifted in the past couple of years with Chris Jones and everything. So maybe as an interior D-Line, he could he could really make some serious money there. But, uh, man, if he if, if he's happy, if he's content uh, – I would. I want that dude to do what he would. He deserves to be happy. I think he's one of the OG Rams. Like he was on there. People were posting pictures of him with the St. Louis Rams. And man, uh, he was, was not a St. Louis Ram. Was he a St. Louis Ram? I'm pretty sure. Like in 2013. Yeah. No. Who was he yeah, drafted, dude? By? Seriously? By the Rams? Yes, by the Rams. I'm oh like my 97 percent sure he was an OG Ram. Uh, live look up on the pod right now. <laughs> live. Are you live? Are you live? I, I am too. I, I uh, am too. No check ways. his Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. Check his Wikipedia. St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams. Yep. He was drafted in 2014. And when did they leave? 2015? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let's Rams moved to L.A. In 2016, 2016. the Rams moved back. Dude, he was there for two seasons. He's in St. Louis for two seasons. I I just figure, because I I played there with Chris Long when Chris Long was drafted there. Right. And then Mm -hmm. Chris Long did not make the move. Like, they they did him dirty, uh, you know, cut him uh, in the offseason before. And then they moved. Or they moved, and then they cut him. I was like, man, that is messed up. But then – Go for him because he went on to win a uh, you know Super Bowl with uh, the Patriots and then Philly. It was like, <laughs> God dang, what, what what a way to get kicked off a, a burning ship and and onto you know onto flipping you know Bezos's yacht. 
Yeah. I've got a buddy who's a, who's a St. Louis Ram, who was a St. Louis Rams fan and, and obviously feels betrayed by Stan Kroenke. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and that sucks. It does. And it, he was not in a good place seeing the Rams win a Super Bowl, especially seeing the n- newfound interest, I guess, in the Rams after they left St. Louis. Like, oh, now they care about this team? Um, so he was he was bummed, admittedly. Yeah, that's that's so tough. I Tell felt me about so it. bad. We I was, I was kind of just, yeah. Speaking of halftime, what do you think about that halftime show? That that was bro, a dream, bro. I I finally like I saw some. I forgot who it was, but they're like they're like um, you know my my middle school, high school, college years are, are coming together at one time. Yeah. And it's like I felt I feel seen by big advertisers right now. <laughs> I like, it's I so felt. good. That's totally how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> it said it was like a, I think I saw the memes going on like this is the millennials dream right now. <laughs> yes, uh, really dude. really just like really just like harpened on all those things man. I thought it was probably and, and this is not I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that it's got to be the best halftime show ever. Um and I know that there have been some good ones. I personally thought the weekends was good last year. I know a lot of Chiefs Loved fans it. didn't because Dude, I love the weekend. Um, he t- I had tickets to go see the weekend, and he canceled his uh, tour. He t- canceled in Kansas City, so I was a little bummed about that. It was supposed to be in February, but um, so I I liked that even though the Chiefs were getting beat in the Super Bowl. I know that kind of tainted a lot of people's. Um, J was it J Lo and Shakira the year the Chiefs won it? It was, Chiefs it was won it. yes, it was. I remember because I love Shakira. I've I've been a Shakira stand since forever. You know, like I'm for that. Yeah, so uh, I thought I thought it was I thought it was probably the best one, at least that I've been alive for. Yeah, but but you're right. Like I remember tweeting like like how much I'm like hyped for the Super Bowl, a halftime show, and but then I forgot that like the weekend like the first song like like the weekend did was the Hills, and I go what? And that's my favorite weekend song. Yeah, it's like it's that because it's that sort of drugged out. Sort of like mm-hmm. this dude's raw. He's doing. He's speaking raw emotions. Um, I can feel that sort of hangovery vibe uh, on that song, and it's like, mm-hmm. "Yo, man, on the road, he doing promo, right?" And it's like, I'm like, yeah. oh, I, I feel oh, that. Yeah. Like that's my number one hangover song too, and party song. Weirdly enough, dude. Every time I get like a new set of speakers or like a new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put in like a car stereo when I was in high school. The first yes. song I always play is The Hills. The Hills is the yes. first song I'll play. Like it's like, oh, this is a new phone. What's the first thing I should play? <laughs> the Hills. It's like, oh, my new computer. What what song should I play to to kick it off? Uh, the Hills. New headphones. Awesome. The Hills. Um, that's 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 how I've operated for probably ever since that song came out. So because we can really, I, I don't want to. I always feel bad when I do this because the weekend was like really reaching popularity when I was in high school. So uh-huh. like a very, very impressionable years for me. And, and the weekend was, was right there. And I've always liked Drake and they're kind of on the same label there. So um, they got, they got kind of hot at the same time, you know, with him going on, take care. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the songs on there. Gosh. We could do a whole music podcast, Nick. I'm sure could. that we I could. I think we could. Um, I think it could. We'll just- and it, yeah. <laughs> mumble, mumble rap in the weekend. Cause I know that, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that'd be good. We do a whole uh, future as well. Are you a big future fan? 
Dude, he had a, he dropped a song on Valentine's Day. I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. it. It's called Worst Day because he's just saying that man, Valentine's Day is the worst day when you're rich. Is basically the whole premise of the song, <laughs> and it's just like very you very future. Yeah. But yeah. like, I respect it, man. I, I do. Um, but yeah, he speaks so. what he knows on. He speaks what he knows, and you know he's not really. For he's sure. probably still really not connected to the streets as much as he used to be. So it's like you really can't be be speaking on that stuff right now. Right, it's like it's true. not authentic. Just sleeping with a lot of ladies is what he's <laughs> he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> the perfect, but anyway, the perfect, the, the perfect, uh, the perfect, you know, cup cup uh, lean um, yep. noise, right there. <laughs> Get that. yeah. Getting that perfect noise in there. All right, Nick. I guess we should talk about football, kind of, because there was some news. There was some coaching news, not the coaching news that we wanted. Um, I do on the other screen here. If you're watching us on YouTube and you see me look over now and again, I do have my tweet deck up, and I'm looking to see if anything happens as it comes in, just because we're kind of in that spot where we're waiting for news to come in, and it's, it's a drought. It's a drought season. It's, it's it is a drought for sure. But there was some coaching changes. Uh, shout out Sam Madison going back to. Uh, Miami, where he played, where he was ball hawking safety there. Uh, safety or corner? Uh, he coached cornerbacks for the Chiefs. I think he played safety, though, um, if I could, if off the top of my head. But I will look that up after uh, I, I asked you this question about coaching changes, Nick. Yeah. Uh, now, you played offensive line. This is a cornerback coach leaving and going elsewhere. I'm sure in your time playing in the league, there were coaching changes that happened at positions that weren't your position. And I'm curious to if that affects you even a little bit. No, it doesn't. I mean, if unless it was your O coordinator or your head coach leaving, it doesn't affect you too much. You know, I've seen, you know, coaches come and go and it's just a part of the game. You know, you can't, you know, you can't bring back your whole squad intact. You know, it's going to be, you know, different, different formula, different, different setup. And so, you know, you always wish them well, especially ex-players, too. You see they go back to – I think it's cool, this trend about, you know, players where they balled at, you know, going back. Like, yeah. look at Dan Campbell. You know, he was a, a very successful tight end for the Lions, um, you know, when I was playing, you know, uh, through my career. And, you know, he was a hell of a pass-blocking tight end. You know, it was amazing. And I played with him in New Orleans. So, um, just cool to see guys go back to, to where they played. And it sort of, you know, it kind of gives it a, um English Premier League feel. Like where you got, you know, your ex-player uh, going back, um, sort of like the um, I guess they're kind of following suit with college. Like, you know, all these players coming back like Scott Frost. Um, I can't think of the top of my head, but it's like, you know, coaches go back or players go back to where they were from. Like, it'd be cool for me to go back to K-State one day and coach if, if I was ever yeah. if there was ever an opening. You know, I, I think the, the O-line coach there now, you know, he kicks ass. Um, so it's not in I like living in Kansas City. But still, it's, I, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool NFL's doing that. Yeah. Oh, I think so, too. And I looked up he was a cornerback, so I was wrong on my first instinct of him being a safety. Uh, but was a ball hawk. Was, I think, a four-time pro bowler when I when I was doing some research. Like, dude was good. Um, dude, dude was good for sure. It's cool that Mike McDaniel bringing him back, getting him in mm-hmm. the system, getting a promotion, uh, an, an increase of title, which you can only assume means an increase in paycheck. Yes. Love to see yeah. the guys succeed. You know, you know, you love to see the boys uh, go on and, and get get some success, no matter where it is. But always be rooting for Sam, man. What he did with the cornerback room, I think, is is incredible. Especially when you look at the lack of investment, I guess you could say, putting <laughs> yeah. into it and getting out like with the, a fourth round pick and Rashad Fenton. Uh, 
God. I think he was a fourth round pick. And then Charverius Ward, who, you know, was a UDFA, getting that guy playing like he's going to be like probably the top. He's probably the top three guy on the free agent mm-hmm. market right now. Traverius mm-hmm. Ward is, and, and I and I think that that should not be understated. What he did to get out of you know Rashad Fenton, Traverius Ward, Lejerry Sneed, and it literally was next man up at that position. It was cool. Well, and couple that with you know safety play, right? To Tyron yes. Matthew. I mean, just just leading everybody from from back there. You know, being that that quarterback for those back four, those back five. Uh, you know, if you've got a nickel in there and it's just, it's just cool to see him play. And and it shows when, when you're, when you're an ex player who was really good and then also was a student of the game and you can be like, Hey man, um, like, like, here's how you do it. You know, here's how I saw, you know, this guy do it, or here's how this guy do it. Here's what I did. And here's what I wish I would have done. And it's like, if, if you can speak on it, like I had coaches who, who played at, at a college level, but I was never, I was only coached by, um, Russ Grimm, as he was like a, a Hall of Fame O lineman, and and the way he set up with pass, like the, like the protection schemes he did for us, were consistent every week. Even if we played the Steelers with their stupid, you know, one D lineman, seven, you know, seven guys walking around everywhere, the blob defense, yes. right? The rules uh-huh. were consistent, and, and other teams I played for where O line coaches weren't, you know, like they they played back in the day. We're like we're like changing up rules every week, and it's like okay, what what's this rule mean this week? And then you know, it's like so. From a player, ex player, I think it's big if they know how to do it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, or is preventing you from achieving your goals? You or someone you you love falling into depression or struggling with anxiety can keep you from what you care about. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. Service is available for clients worldwide. You can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly videos or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website, read their testimonials. They're posted daily. You visit betterhelp.com slash KCSN. That's better H-E-L-P. Join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help, mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. Special offer for KCSN listeners. Get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash kcsn we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I think that that's kind of kind of where the game's trending, at least, especially with position players. I think you kind of yes. you kind of see that happen happen a lot more. Position coaches, I should say, uh, you, you're seeing that happen a whole lot more. And there's a the, the Chiefs have some roles to fill. And listen, Casey Lab is all over that stuff, and yeah. they 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 know a lot a lot more about the coaching positions and who's going to be there and and who's on the market and who could they bring in a lot better than we do. So. Stay tuned into those guys. I know they're watching Twitter as close as I am to see who the Chiefs do. Uh, it's kind of anticipated it's going to be one of those Friday news dumps, right? It's going to be like, all right, let's just we'll get this out of here, kind of, kind of hide this one. Uh, I think that's kind of the kind of the thing that we're thinking about. But Nick, uh, let's talk about uh, the beef of the week. Uh, the beef of the week is not a traditional thing. Uh, well, it is traditional for this show. It's tradition mm-hmm. for the show to have a beef of the week, uh, but. It, Listen, there's a lot going on in the world. It's a long off season. It's it's not even March, and it feels like it's been forever. Um, but we've we've we're trying to you know stay out of that. We're trying to stay out of a lot of stuff. Drama so, free, sucker free. That's what we drama say. Drama free, here. sucker. I like. Let's put that on a shirt. Let's um, do that. <laughs> hot summer. Uh, but this beef of the week is. Uh, listen, I mean, this is a, This might actually be the exact opposite of that saying when we right. talk about Kanye West and Pete. Oh Jason. God, um, dude. That's um, the that's the epitome of the opposite. That's the polar opposite. <laughs> that's the that's like the the, the super contrast opposite. Oh. Of- <laughs> It just, it never, Kanye West never ceases to amaze me. He always takes his craziness a step further. Like his, I remember he had to make an Instagram post about his Instagram not being hacked. Like he's like, no, I am doing all of this. Like I am acting like this. Like he had to, he had to say like, yeah, no, I'm being crazy right now. And then I think he made something that was like, stop saying I'm off my meds. I'm not off my meds. And I think that there was like a, a whole, you know, post about that. And he keeps posting screenshots with Kim, his conversation with Kim Kardashian. And, and I think he even posted a screenshot where she said, stop posting screenshots of our conversations. <laughs> and the dude, Why don't you guys dude, call each other then instead of texting? Right. Them? Yeah. Let's keep that. Let's no paper trail. Uh, so, you know, Nick, I want to get your thoughts on this. Cause I know that, I know that you're keeping up with this, obviously. That's, the dude yeah. shows up in a, in a full face mask at the Super Bowl. But, and, those memes. Dude. Those memes just write themselves. 
When you say, imagine paying ten thousand for a ticket, and this is how you watch the show, and it was like a like a face mask on poor old guy. Listen, listen, it, it's it's like the same thing with Machine Gun Kelly and um, mm-hmm. Transformers. Um, Megan, Megan Fox. Yes, you're there. Yep, yes, it's, you got it. It's, um, see, I, I like I said, I'm bad with names, but I know the concepts. Um, uh-huh. Everything I, I I saw this meme, and it was perfect, and it was. Everything I know about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox has been against my will on Twitter. (laughs) I have never gone out of my way to type that into the Google ever. I have never once typed in Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. It's been thrust upon me, right? Like the algorithms deemed it. And I'm a sucker. I I click on it. I go, okay, what's this? What's this blood thing? Um, but listen, here's how you, here's how I love Kanye because I remember a video of Kanye in 04 when he was, he was, this was um, pink polo Kanye. This is prep, prep Kanye, right? This isn't, um, you know, black skinhead Kanye. Um, you know, this isn't spoken word album. This isn't life of Pablo Kanye. This isn't 808s Kanye. This isn't, um, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy Kanye. This is Pink Policon, and he was geeking out. He was he was raw. He was like geeking out. He's in the studio with with P Diddy, and he was like, "Look at me, um, um." And he's probably he probably has his teeth still wired. He's like, "I'm in the studio with with with, with P Diddy, man. This is, life is good." And then you know he had some unfortunate shit happen to him. You know, lost his mom to yeah. you know plastic surgery so so he's got some some demons he's dealing with too had the drug issues car accidents, and all that mm-hmm. stuff but listen here's how you consume kanye kanye has dedicated his life and here's a yet you, you got to see the beauty and everything kanye has dedicated his life to being one big giant art performance piece yeah yeah that's it like i mean uh what do you do before his latest album he lived in the superdome are you kidding or not mm-hmm. the super, the Georgia Dome, right? Mm-hmm. And like a shack. You know, he's hanging out with Antonio Brown. It's just an art performance. Bro, you imagine, listen, bro. It's one thing to paint your face for a game, but he wore like a like a hood like thing on his face. Like that's art. <laughs> he's just he's putting on a show for us, bro. I'm like, thank you, Kanye. Thank you for you know for for living outside the coloring outside the lines. And that's yeah. how I consume Kanye, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the proper way to consume him. Um, I can remember I was in high school when he was when my senior high school he was dropping the life of Pablo. Like that's when that album came out, and I had I had yeah high <laughs> school yeah uh, I had tweet notifications on for Kanye, and that was that was an adventure. Uh, just because I was I was anticipating him dropping the album, right? And that was the whole that was the whole title phase of like I'm only dropping this on title. You got to subscribe to title, and then like that didn't happen. And he changed that album name like six times, I think. Um, yeah, but that was that was an adventure, and I think that like the thing about Kanye, it's so good, and I I, I want to think that he does it on purpose because I don't. I think he, the dude knows what he's doing, right? I, I don't That's think smart. he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he he knows what he's doing. And I think he even had like a something where he said like, uh, I didn't intend for for me to trend over the Super Bowl or my family to trend on, over the Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. And I read that and I was like, that might be the first like false thing he said. Because <laughs> I think, yeah. I think I, <laughs> Four true things, one lie. That's a lie. <laughs> right. 
That's a lie. You you woke up and you chose to put on that mask with four holes in it. And I, there was a comedian who posted something on Instagram that was like, I just overheard Kanye asked if he could take this off because it's getting too hot. That I don't know if awesome. you saw that. I can't yes, remember I, who I it did was. see that. I, for, I forgot the comedian as well, too. But I, I remember hearing it's like, I'm behind Kanye. And he was talking to Antonio Brown about that. Yeah. Like Judd, I think it was Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Like Judd Apatow. Yeah. Absolutely it was. Yes, uh-huh. it was. Yes, the director, the right? legend. Yeah, yeah, dude's a legend. Simpsons guy. Yeah, dude's a legend. Um, but yeah, no, it's just the whole that whole saga around him, and like we haven't even touched on like the whole Pete Davidson, like his big beef with him, and he's like cutting off every relationship he's had with anybody who's like remotely close with Pete Davidson, and he released a, he had a verse on a song I was listening to the other like the New Music Friday playlist, and he had like a verse I didn't know he was on there, and he was like, I'm gonna pull up to SNL. And, and disown everyone there or something like Damn. that. I don't know. It's it's Damn. on a Fabio Foreign song is what it's on. If you're into that stuff, it's that Brooklyn Brooklyn drill stuff. Um, okay, I, I like drill. Personally. I like that Chicago yeah. drill. Brooklyn drill is is very interesting. I, I really got into it with Pop Smoke, uh, Pop okay. Smoke, yep. and you know his unfortunate um, death and everything. But and he's he, and Fabio Foreign was one guy who did a, did a lot of stuff with Pop Smoke. So um, that's. How that came up on my end, and I'm sure as you turned tuned into this Chiefs podcast, you knew you were going to get a, a lesson on Brooklyn Drill. Um, so um, I, I forgot who it was, but did you ever listen to that Travis Scott and Jack Boys like Seven Cut like EP? See, I've never been like that big of a fan of of Travis Scott. I think because yeah. kind of it it is, it is different, but I think it's kind of the hype around Travis Scott, if that makes sense, or the people that I've that I've that I've known that like Travis Scott have turned me off of Travis Scott. It's that nothing against Travis Scott back in the day. I get yeah, it. and and I love Travis Scott sneaker collabs. I think they're some oh. of the best that's ever happened. Solid, I mean, solid L's on a sneaker app, Tucker. Thank you. Yes, dude. Yeah, Jack. Um, gotta go and buy the knockoffs, you know, from China. I gotta go hop over to DHgate and get those, essentially. Um, but um, yeah. also, Eminem had his own custom threes, by the way. I thought slick. for sure we were gonna talk about those that. But those were those were sick. But yeah, wild stuff going on in the streets. And listen, this is a perfect time not to focus about on football, right? I think that yeah. this is kind of a good time to get off Twitter. Uh, spend some time with your loved ones. Your kids probably miss you. Um, and I think that this is a good time, good time to kind of take a deep breath and recollect your thoughts. And listen, here's the thing. I wish I could do this, but my job is too much evolved around Twitter and, and everything and social media. I, if, if it was up to me, I would get off of Twitter until March 16th. March 16th is when free agency starts. That's when you need to be back on Twitter. That's it. That's yeah, I guess the solution. Uh, I've, I've been getting on it less and less just because this is this season right now. There's so much speculation right now. And just like wait till mm-hmm. people get signed. Wait till the draft. Like, you know, shout out to you guys yep. for, for a grind and watching college film. Like I like to watch film. And I said this before. I like to watch film after the Chiefs draft them and then I'll watch their film. You, know, yeah. you can organize it for me the first through whatever rounds. Like, OK, then I'll watch it. <laughs> Yeah, but we'll hook you up for sure. We'll hook, we'll hook you up. No, but, yeah, you got to uh, do, do that work for me, right? It's perfect. I just right. read, read all the, the Substack. Exactly. KCSN.substack.com. We haven't even all announced a lot of the draft stuff that we're going to be doing. Um, so make sure you're tuned in there. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. Um, 
listen, that was a pro transition right there. I appreciate that, Nick. Uh, but let's uh, let's uh, let's close out this podcast here with uh, an OTT original in Blind Nil. Nick, do you want to start us off? Sure. Um, you, okay, here I'm, I'm. I'm gonna do choose your own adventure today, Tucker. Okay. Um, All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you two words. You got to pick a word. That's gonna be the one. Okay. Um, Beijing, Las Vegas. I spent too many days in Las Vegas, so I'm gonna go with Beijing. Okay. How do you watch the Olympics? Are you are you Mr. Expert in two seconds of sport you've never seen before in your life until that moment in time? Or are you just, just casual? Like, what's the, you know, how are you watching? You have yeah. sports you love? Listen, I really love curling. And I think that happened probably about four years ago when the American team made that run. Um, and so I've, I've made an effort to watch curling. They've just been in the round robin stages. So there's been a ton of curling on. And I usually don't Great. care. You know, don't I just don't care who's playing when I watch it. It's just one of those fun games. It's like, oh, this looks like something I could do, and, <laughs> and it looks like one of those things where it's like I could do this. Yes. Um, so I don't think I I don't think I like try to be an expert. There's but there's some things where I like try to be like, okay, they're gonna try to do this here. They're gonna try to do this here. It's a very simple strategy game. Mm-hmm. I, think. I I don't want to simple might not be the right word, but I think it's. It's it's not as complex as other sports. I think that's fair yeah. to say. Um, I don't want well, to insult any curlers. Um, I know, right? You just but, but I insulted all of them. But I do love their sport of curling. Um, I think that's phenomenal. But when it comes to like skeleton and bobsled and luge, ain't no way I'm gonna act like I know even a little bit of what I'm talking about. I'm just like that dude's going fast. And it's always they had the mono bob on after the Super Bowl, and you bet your ass I stayed around and watched that. Um, and that was sick. The bobs are just flying around everywhere. But yeah, no, I, I like those those sports. The skiing and like shooting stuff, I think they call it biathlon. Yeah. Which kind of is confusing. Um, that stuff doesn't do it for me. Um, I don't know why, like skiing doesn't do it for me. The snowboarding does. But skiing yeah, really doesn't for some reason. I do like the ski jump because of the Wii Sports game that they had. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you got so you got a feel for it because you did Wii Sports, right? So yeah, you can empathize. I can relate. You know, exactly, exactly. I got you. That's funny. I, I um, <laughs> I, I like to watch it where it's like I was like kind of set up, but it's funny to see like, oh, what's this sport? Two minutes later, I'm like an expert. I'm like, oh, he took that turn a little too close. I don't think oh, he's yep. not going to get that. Like, oh, why would you do yep. that? Why did you do that? He missed that gate. Like, he should not have taken that that run. And that's like two minutes ago. I had no clue the sport existed. Now I'm an expert. Uh-huh. That's what I love about the Olympics. It's my favorite thing about the Olympics. It's like you see something and you're like, okay, oh, I get it. I totally get it. And you could watch it. And he's like, okay, all right, see you again in four years. <laughs> I've been I never think about you again for until four years. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I didn't think about curling until they just started back up. Like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. Um, no, but I've been workshopping a tweet here, and, and by the time this podcast is out, this tweet might be out because I've been thinking about it for a minute. I want to. I want to take like a picture of like me watching Blades of Glory and saying watching the Winter Olympics. Um, that's that's my that's the tweet I'm workshopping, and, and it's I'm probably going to be out before I post this podcast. So I'll have to make sure of that because I think I thought about that today, and I thought that was so funny. 
Um, but I've thought about a lot of things recently that I think are funny that Twitter hasn't really thought were very funny. Um, I, I, I despise those tweets where you hit send after you thought uh-huh. about it. You're like, oh my God, this is going to blow up the world. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Good. All of my memes about NFTs haven't done anything. Um, but Much like probably yeah. all your, your, your NFTs that you've created. Bingo. Much like NFTs. There it was. All right, Nick. So... Before we hopped on the podcast today, we were looking at the USFL uniform drops. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, we were not impressed with with what they have uh, going on there in the USFL. Listen, I'm excited for spring football. Maybe they'll look different on the players. Am I going to watch USFL? Probably because I'm a crack addict for football. Um, but I, I want to know, Nick. Throughout your years playing college football, playing in the league, what was your favorite uniform combo to wear? Definitely nothing at K-State. Like, I love the purple and silver, but I wish we could have got, like, like the Florida Gators all blue. That was, like, oh. my favorite college. That was just epic. Oh, um, or even, like, the Hurricanes, like the like the orange top or the all-green Hurricanes. I, I, I'm a mm-hmm. fan of the all-greens. So my favorite – my third favorite was the all-red Arizona Cardinals – those are clean with the yeah. white helmet. Um, second favorite was the all blue St. Louis Rams because uh, we had the blue helmet with the gold ram. That yeah. was clean. We played the we played the Giants in 08, week four, and we wore those and we almost won. It was it felt good. I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, and then my all time favorite, number one favorites, is the all black New Orleans Saints with the gold helmet and the black Florida League. Oh my, just. You felt good. We lost to Dallas that game, December twentieth, mm. but though we look good, we look good losing. We're really good. Yeah, losing. I yeah. do always love the all all black uniforms are are my favorite. Um, just for really any team, if you can do an all black uniform, like when Mizzou will go all black, I always love that. Oh, the the all the all black Saints uniforms are are maybe a top a top three uniform in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think just overall, but man, there's, there's just so many, so many good uniform combinations. The ones I don't like the Dallas Cowboys having mismatching colors from their pants to their helmets. Not a huge fan of that. Um, what did I have I you think, Google though? Yeah, you did. You Tell did have people. me Google it. And everybody should Google it. I should look up my history. So I know exactly what people should Google here. Um, <laughs> because, we looked uh, – uh, Nick, Nick, you put me on this. If the Cowboys jersey matched the pants is what I Googled. I went to images, and right there it's like the fifth – yeah, it's the fifth result. You get to see this uh, – what, what did they Zeke, call it? right? That's it, seafoam it's, green, right? Oh. It's seafoam green. I think it's uh, Michael Gallup. Um, yeah. But it changed both of those guys – it changed my yeah. whole perspective on those pants. It does. It, it, if they if they matched, I think it's a lot better. But uh, yeah, that those are sick. Those are clean. Um, I am excited for the alternate helmets to come back. Helmets are also another thing that I think are just like super dope. And, and alternate helmets in the NFL are going to be amazing once those things come back. But I am a uniform nut for some reason. I love like the aesthetics of the game and like mm-hmm. I follow, um, you know certain soccer accounts that always tweet out like, Oh, this, this new kit's been leaked because in soccer, they get a kit new kit every year and they get like four every, kits a year. Every year they switch it up. They Dude. Switch it up. And they got I that wish, third kit. They have a third yes. kit with neon. Yes. 
I wish uh, we're not. I'm not. It's not in my office right now. I I bought the the Tottenham Hotspurs uh, third kit. That's like the space, like the splatter paint one. Dude, it goes hard. Um, but I I wish the NFL or like MLB. The NBA does actually a really good job with this. I think this is one thing that the NBA does really well, besides treating their players fairly, um, <laughs> because they're the best league at that. Um, I, I think that uh, they do a really good job at getting multiple uniforms for their teams. Like the Orlando Magic have like six different uniforms they can wear. That's sick, and that's also more money in the in the pockets of the teams so like i don't know why you don't make a bunch of uniforms right, right? yeah it's like here's it's a, a money grab go for it yeah it's a win-win but nick appreciate you appreciate you hopping on with me as we uh tackle another outside the trenches without our fearless leader bj kissel he's working behind the scenes you'll you'll see him eventually you'll you'll see what he he does maybe before you see him um maybe that's how he works but any final thoughts nick no man, um, just just be safe out there. Um, avoid yeah. the nonsense. Indeed, that's all we can say, and be positive. Avoid the nonsense and be positive. Great things to end the show with. So we'll be back with another episode of Outside the Trenches. Thank you to Jack Stack Barbecue. Make sure you catch up. Uh, you you get in on that that a la carte sale that they got going on. Save up to forty percent. Use code STOCKUP22 for sale prices and free shipping. you got to use that by March 6th to join in on that. So until next time, we'll talk to you later, Chiefs Kingdom. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.